This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey everyone, this is Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to the Courage Cast. Today, I want to read a passage from Mark 6, verse 30 to 56, and then I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Just a verse that impacted me today, or some verses that impacted me, and um, would love to read a little bit of that and then a commentary about that. So, um, this is regarding Jesus feeding the 5,000. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. By this time, it was late in the day, so his disciples came to him. This is a remote place, they said, and it's already very late. Send the people away so that they can go to the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered, You give them something to eat. They said to him, That would take more than a half year's wages. Are we to go and spend that much on bread and give it to them to eat? How many loaves do you have? He asked. Go and see. When they found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then Jesus directed them to have all the people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties, taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to his disciples to distribute to the people. He also divided the two fish among them all. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 baskets full of broken pieces of bread and fish. The number of the men who had eaten was 5,000. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to Bethsaida while he dismissed the crowd. After leaving them, he went up on a mountainside to pray. Later that night, the boat was in the middle of the lake and he was alone on land. He saw the disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. Shortly before dawn, he went out to them, walking on the lake. He was about to pass by them. But when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought he was a ghost. They cried out because they all saw him and were terrified. Immediately, he spoke to them and said, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down. They were completely amazed, for they had not understood about the loaves. Their hearts were hardened. 
When they had crossed over, they landed at Gennesaret and anchored there. As soon as they got out of the boat, people recognized Jesus. They ran throughout that whole region and carried the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, into villages, towns, or countryside, they placed the sick in the marketplaces. They begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. Now, Jesus, what I love about this is that Jesus taught his disciples the priority of time alone with him. He said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place. And they went off by themselves to a solitary place. I love that because that's what he's saying to us. There was so much action going on in in Jesus's life that it must have been incredibly hard for him to escape and get rest. And God was using him in amazing ways. And, um, but and he had compassion on people, but because they were like sheep without a shepherd, I love that verse. They were desperate for him and they were running. They were running towards him. But Jesus, even in the midst of all of that, even in the midst of all of this so-called ministry success, quote unquote, Jesus said it's necessary to get away. He needed some solitude. So he went on a mountain to pray, and he made time alone with God a priority. It's interesting because prayer and I guess prayer and action really go hand in hand. It comes, activity comes out of a relationship. Jesus had compassion on him, on them. The word Compassion actually means pity, or his heart was broken for them. And so what I love about this is Jesus is very much actively teaching his disciples and encouraging the disciples. He didn't feed them by himself. Think about it. or Read that verse again. He said, you give them something to eat. They did a lot of the work. He directed them. He told them what to do, but they did it. Came out of a relationship. Um, you know, I can understand how Jesus is, I can understand how the disciples feel because I can feel daunted. I can feel overcome by all the things God, I believe God has given me to do. And a lot of times I'm empty and I'm pretty much out of gas. And um, I'm reminded here in this verse that Jesus can do a lot with a little. Even if I offer to Jesus the little that I have, the very little bit of energy or whatever it is that I have, he can take it. It's like the two fish and the bread, five loaves that he used to feed 5,000. He can multiply it. And that's my prayer is that he does multiply it and he can meet all the needs of the people. 
What I love about Jesus in this passage also is that they were divided into 50 and 100. He was organized, practical, efficient. He told them to sit down in groups, divided them all up. And then the disciples, after the disciples fed the 5,000, Jesus sent them off again by themselves. He made them get away, go on ahead of him while he went up to a mountainside to pray. So he needed to get away. And even when they're doing what Jesus tells them to do, it's still hard work. It's difficult work. They were agitated. They were troubled. They were afraid. They were going against the wind. They weren't making progress. They were straining at the oars, it said, because the wind was against them. Then Jesus joined them and he said, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. And then Jesus climbs into the boat with them and then everything is okay. And we see a picture of the difference that Jesus makes in our lives. And um, it's an uphill struggle unless you're conscious of Jesus's presence with you, right? It seems like you're, if you don't recognize that Jesus is with you, it's a lot more work, feels a lot harder. You don't have the courage, but realize that Jesus is there. He's here right here with you. Whatever you're going through, whatever is troubling you, whatever agitates you, whatever you're afraid of, he's saying, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Only those who recognize that Jesus is with them and who recognize Jesus can enjoy the relationship. And those who did ran to him, right? Like at the end of the verses, the end of the scripture talks about how everyone who recognized Jesus ran to him because they knew the miracle, miraculous ways, things that he could do. I love that. They poured the sick to him. They, they, they gathered, they made it number one priority. And I love that at the end. It says, all who touched him were healed. All who touched him were healed. That's a good word for today. We had a healing service last weekend at our house. We also did it on Facebook Live. And we had 830 viewer views, I guess, not viewers, but views of that. And we had about 25 people there. It was amazing the amount of faith that rose up in all the different ways that God showed up. And we ran to him. We came to him. We ran to him. And all who touched him were healed. And we, we sought to touch him in the spirit. It was powerful. It's a powerful time. Great testimonies and more testimonies to come. We're waiting to hear about some of them. So God, I thank you that in our storms of life that we deal with, that you say to us, take courage. 
It is I. Don't be afraid. Thank you, Lord, that I do not need to be afraid and that I won't be afraid when I come into your presence. So we come into your presence tonight, today, whenever it is that we're listening to this, Lord. We come into your presence and we do take courage. We take it as you give it to us. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, I hope this impacted you in some way. If it did, share about it in the Courageous Community. Go to CourageousCommunity.com. You can go to the Facebook group from there. Talk, Join the private group. You can also share this post if you liked it on the public page, The Courageous Community on Facebook. And uh, also, if you have a minute, write a rating and review on iTunes. The more people that write that rating and give it a review will... Uh, the more people will find the Courage Cast. We're seeing growing numbers, so I'm just appreciative of everybody. Please share the word, spread the word. Anyone, uh, if you add five people to the Courageous Community public page, I will send you a Courageous Community t-shirt. Just send me an email at eric at courageouscommunity.com and I'll send it out to you. Well, friends, that's it for me. I'm Eric Nordoff, and I'll be back with you again on the next episode of CourageCast. Cast.